Welcome to Beth and Jordan Rewatch. I'm Jordan, and I'm a nerd. And I'm Beth, and I'm also a nerd. For our show, we usually rewatch TV shows and movies that Beth and I have enjoyed and try to look at them with a fresh perspective. But for this season, we will be watching Obi-Wan Kenobi. Both of us love Star Wars, so we're so excited to be able to watch this show as it comes out. This week, we discuss part four. And so we begin part four, Beth. Um, there was a lot that happened in this episode. But also it feels like it was a, it was like pedaling a stationary bike. Yeah. Like a lot happened, but we didn't go anywhere. That's <laughs> true. Other than, um, what's it, Inquisitorious. There's a, or is that, or is that just the name? There's, I think there's, I'm trying to remember what the name of the planet is. Something Inquisitorious. Oh, it just reminds me a lot of the planet from uh, the last, not the last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, like oh. where Palpatine was. Yes, yes. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. I just think of it as the Palpatine planet. <laughs> yes, no, I, I follow where the ships are hidden under ice for some reason. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and also actually it was the shortest episode to date, only 33 minutes in length. Huh. So... So theoretically, as we enter into the recap portion, <laughs> I should have it easy. My lack of confidence not at all being portrayed when, um, off the mic. So, I mean, In your defense, you said you watched this like two and a half days ago. So, I, wa- I watch it when it comes out. That's, that's my goal anyway. And then I forget by the time recording comes around. But, <laughs> um, but no, I'll try. I'll try, to, I'll try to remember everything I can. And try to get it done within a minute. All right. Well, I've got my eye in the timer. So are you ready? As I'll ever be. All right. In three, two, one, go. All right. Obi-Wan escapes um, to the planet Jabim, uh, where he's being nursed back to health. Um, there, he finds out that Leia has been taken captive and the Inquisitor's super secret, or not super secret, but super terrifying ho- headquarters thingy. Um Leia is being interrogated by Reva, and she's proving very good at this whole interrogation thing. Obi-Wan goes in to try and save her, using Tala's cover as a commander or an admiral in the in the Imperial forces. Um, discovers that there's like all these tombs of dead Jedi, which is creepy. Um, they manage to break out. They manage to um, escape uh, with like one casualty, so which is pretty good. Darth Vader like force chokes Reva, and is like, "It's all your fault." And she's like, but I planted a tracker on them. And so little Lola is now a tracker. And so Leia and all of them are in danger as they bring the tracker back to the to the host of the path, these future rebels. With one second to spare. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. I, I honestly thought I was going too short. And I was like, I feel like I should fill in details. And I, that almost got me in trouble. But not quite. That was right on the money. Yes. <laughs> Okay, yay, the one part of the show I'm usually pretty terrible at. We actually, <laughs> being succinct is usually not my thing, so. 2022 is the year of progress. <laughs> That's right. Awesome, which is good, because I want, I'm, I'm honestly kind of excited to break down this episode. And honestly, to me, there's a lot of bits of trivia and stuff like that. So, I mean, if to me, Ooh. like, the thing won't be so much plot and stuff. It'll be, it'll be a lot of, oh, I recognize this. So, we'll get to that when, when we come back after this.
death. So part four, uh, once again, neither of our predictions came true. Uh, not even our previous predictions. Uh, there is no uh, no Qui-Gon Jinn yet. There is no... Um, oh, shoot. Han Solo baby. There, there is no Han Solo <laughs> baby. Um, and so, but instead, uh, we're, brought, we're brought to... Gosh, and I really, I really wish I... I know it's something Inquisitorious, the name yeah. of this. It starts with an M, I think. I don't remember. I didn't bother to write it down. <laughs> and I obviously didn't either. And I could wiki- I could Wikipedia while we're doing this, but I'll, but I but I won't. The I water guess. moon in the Mustafar system. Yes, the water moon on the <laughs> Mustafar system, and conveniently, Mustafar is where Vader is, as they all are like, oh, that's Vader's system. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I, what what were some things that stuck out to you? Highlights or lowlights? What what did you think of this episode? Um, so I I didn't really have a ton. I'm actually more interested in the. You were saying that there were bits of trivia and stuff hidden around. I didn't catch any of that. For me, it was an episode where, oh no, we have to find Leia. It's, we find her. There's a fight. Goodbye. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm really interested plot. to see what, yeah. <laughs> so I'm really interested to see kind of what you picked up on this. Well, I haven't, didn't you play or have, no, you've never played Jedi Fallen Order, have you? No, I haven't. Ah, so this very planet is, I think, I'm pretty sure. This very planet is in Jedi Fallen Order. It is actually mm-hmm. where the last, uh, it's where the boss battle is um, in Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, and so what I appreciated that as somebody who has played Jedi Fallen Order, like one of the best Star Wars games ever, and definitely one of my favorite just video games I've ever played. Um, one one thing I kind of I kind of like that, I liked that they were somewhat true even to what in Jedi Fallen Order, like, so in Jedi Fallen Order, the idea that other Star Wars canon has, and has kind of picked up on is like, what happens to force sensitive people who, um, you know, who aren't, you know, who are who are Jedi or whatever. Like, it's not it's not so much that they just like you know they just round them up and kill them. Um, there's much more. Wait, much so more the creepy to- tanks were previously established? <laughs> Uh, sort of. So the creepy tanks in Jedi Fallen Order aren't previously established. Instead, what's established in Jedi Fallen Order and what, like... I think in, you said Jedi Fallen Order about 25 times since the start of this it's recording. My, it's it's my making me fa- laugh every time now. It's my favorite game, and now they've made it, and now Jedi Fallen Order 2 is coming out next year. Um... Um, I cut so, you off. I'm sorry. No, you're Something good. Something about the tanks I'm, not being previously established. Right. So it's not so much the tanks... Um, so maybe somewhat alluding to like a, what I consider a tame prediction I have for Reva is that she was one of the children during the great purge order 66 at the Jedi temple. And the only reason I say that is just because they showed a shot of it at the very beginning. I'm guessing that we will like see something where like it's revealed that like she was, you know, a youngling and then, what happens in Jedi Fallen Order a lot of times with Force-sensitive people um, is that they are tortured, as Princess Leia was about to, or yeah, Princess Leia was about to be tortured, um, and but they then that's part of like how they become Inquisitors, like they are mm. kind of through torture and mental manipulation, like they embrace the dark side, um, and that's part of how they become like. Yeah, inquisitors and and pawns under the emperor's thumb. 
Oh, it would be really interesting to watch back that first scene of the first episode and see like if we can recognize her or any of the other inquisitors then and For see sure. Ooh, that would be an interesting connection. Yes. And so like yeah, like having played Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> having played that um and also like I know somewhat out there like Star Wars Rebels which I've never seen and I don't think you ever saw it either, right? No. I know that they hint at the idea of the Inquisitors and stuff like that. Um, but like, I don't know, like if they're following, if they're following what Fallen Order came up, like kind of how they painted this whole scene, like it would be my, it would be my prediction that that would be what we will see is that she was, she was maybe a youngling. She, she, she definitely like, especially considering the hatred she has to me, it just makes a ton of sense that she was previously like an in-training Jedi feels betrayed um even being betrayed by obi-wan would be a great Mm. motivator because you know he was supposed to rescue you know the jet the masters would probably be like people who are supposed to rescue you from um and instead they ran and hid right exactly oh yeah oh i hope this is the direction they're going (laughs) that would be such a great motivation right this is on like this has been in my mind honestly since about episode one i just because like because i forget that like i forget that not everybody's played fallen order not everybody like i forget that this isn't like just standard like assumption like it was in the back of my mind because like so like what happens for cal kestis who is the main character in uh, in fallen order like he (laughs) we need to run encounter um we'll donate one dollar to the charity of your choice um um but anyway he like order 66 happened his master went down he had he also had to run away and hide and basically his whole thing is like as a jedi in hiding like his whole story of like you know coming to terms with like his very traumatic past um watching his master die um all this sort of stuff and basically how he ran away and now tries to actually like make a living and excuse me try to actually like do some good in the world but there are also like there are also inquisitors and it's revealed that they, you know, were former apprentices or whatever. And like, they, um, you know, they went to the dark side as a result of the purge. Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, all of that to say like this, this was somewhat in the back of my mind. And, and you know what? I could be totally wrong. Maybe there's an entirely different direction. Maybe Reva was just plucked out of thin air and she's, she's got an entirely different story, but honestly though, I like really hope that you're right. Cause one of the things that I was like kind of not as thrilled about, I will say with this episode is it just felt like the motivations weren't there. Like, Mm. I mean, Obi-Wan wants to rescue Leia. Reva wants to torture 10 year old girl for some reason, thinking that it'll give her information. Like, I I don't know. I mean, it was an interesting like homage to a new hope. Like obviously Mm -hmm. it's, rescuing princess leia from the clutches of the empire from right. a from a secret rebel ba- or secret or empire base kind of a thing um so yeah if there's that driving it that makes that scene scene have a lot more oomph to it yeah and if that's the case then i wish that it was established a little bit more so i could have experienced that oomph <laughs> yeah no I, and, and yeah and that's and that was was in the back like that was that was the predictions and, and these are and the, again these are conjectures just based mm-hmm. on you know based on the lore that I know, the games that I've played, um, TV series that I've watched, whatever, like, 
that my guess is that, yeah, like when she was, you know, when she's applying the screws to this 10-year-old girl, like she's just trying, she's trying to, she's almost like seeing herself as this small girl and being like, you think the world is all so lovely and like whatever, like they will abandon you. I know that's how I was interpreting. And I was honestly kind of waiting. Like I wrote down a note, um, like I saying, I mean, is finding out that Reva was at the Jedi temple, is that really a big reveal? Cause it I would feel, be for me. Okay. Cause like for me, that would have been like, like to me, that was predictable. So I don't know. Anyway, uh, I was like, I was waiting for her to say that. I was waiting for her to basically do this big reveal of like, I was a Padawan like during Order 66 or during the Great Purge or whatever. And like, yeah, which almost makes me wonder, like, if that's the case, why did they not choose to reveal it in that moment? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And I don't my guess is maybe Leia is not the one for her to reveal it to because it's it's not true because there's the emotional weight of you abandoned us when she's confronting obi-wan exactly that is an emotional moment and i am excited for that to potentially happen now yes i i feel like i I really hope i'm not like leading things astray like i I really hope that like and and i don't know and if i lead astray like hopefully like it's some really great plot line and it's like well there's this other possible plot line but they did it better but like i just hope i'm not like leading astray like to me like to me, based based on what I've seen, this would be the most likely outcome. Would mm-hmm. be it would go somewhere along that path. Um, yeah, I don't know. What I did also like, I've kind of been just just talking for a long time, but I'm just gonna keep rolling with it. Go um, for it. I actually liked when Reva failed. Well, failed, but turns out that she didn't. She I- did, though. Like, I'm glad that she didn't fail utterly. Right. I like that it showed that she is not the perfect inquisitor because obviously her them escaping with a tracker was not her plan A, probably no. not her plan B, probably not even her plan C. But it was no. a backup. It was a fail safe so she could save her her bacon when Vader came in guns a blazing. For sure, but it's the guns a blazing part that I loved because like I'm gonna be honest, like sometimes Darth Vader loses um, the intimidation factor, like. Like when he it was make him too stoic sometimes. Yes, but when he came in, guns a blazing, just force choking her and just like, and just holding her up there, just like you knew the consequences for your defeat. I was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he means business. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. Because like, because that's it's been a weakness of, of the of the series, and part of it's because like. Again, it is oriented kind of to children, um, but like he can't show how awful, how awful, or how evil he is because it's a children's TV series. Um, it's it's just limited by those facts. But like to see him just come in and just like with all that brute force and just like just like guns a blaze, and I was just like, "There's that's intimidating." <laughs> like mm-hmm. if I crossed paths with that, I would pee my pants, um, mm-hmm. and I would worry about my safety in the Empire. Um, so I don't know. That was actually my favorite. I mean, oddly, that my was favorite a really part. good scene. That was such a good scene. Oddly, my favorite part was when she failed, and he comes in, and he's just like ready to choke her. Yep. And you know, if that tracker wasn't there, she'd be dead. Oh, like, she'd totally be dead. The only reason that she's still alive is because Vader is a cruel person who wanted her to suffer. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Ugh. 
gave her so, a chance to explain herself. Yes. Yes. I will say there was a part of me that when I found out that it was Lola that she corrupted, there was a part of me that's just like, that witch. She's corrupted the most, <laughs> in, the innocent, somewhat comedic. Re- It'd be like corrupting <laughs> R2-D2 or BB-8 or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. she's corrupted. Oh, God. Me. If R2 was on the Sith side, the uh, entire series would have ended like that. Yeah, well, absolutely. The rebellion <laughs> would have fallen very quickly. And so I was just kind of like, that witch, she corrupted mm-hmm. the dr- the droid. Um, which, I mean, maybe that's that's an ob- maybe that should be an, as an obvious bad guy tactic that people maybe needed to be doing like a long time ago. But, yeah, how long do you think it's going to take them to figure it out? I mean, given for dramatic Star weight, War- probably a while, right? <laughs> oh, oh, oh! How long are they going to figure out that Lola is? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say halfway through the episode, next episode. Yeah, that finish. makes sense. That makes sense. Like enough to like reveal that they're on Jabim. I think. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's kind of my thought. Um, yeah. I don't know what I have. I have some other just random trivia. What else, what else did you like? Because I, I feel like I've talked a lot. Um, um, what else did you see, observe? I guess not circling back a little bit to what you said, I do. Again, you know that I'm the biggest Reva stan on the planet. Yes. Um, I like that she's still a competent villain. She's allowed to mm-hmm. fail without being incompetent. Right. Did she make some bad decisions that led to their escape? Yeah, she did. Kind of plot contrivance, whatever. But she caught Tala in her lie almost immediately. She's mm-hmm. like, why did you have clearance to leave? How did you leave? Are you a spy? Like, she she wasn't buying any of it. Love right. that for her. The tracker bit even, like we said, not her, not her first plans. But she is a smart and capable villain who is proving to be a decent match for our heroes. Um, allowing them to fail sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. it seems like the heroes are maybe a little, like they have plot armor. We know they have plot armor. They're able to rescue Leia within the course of an episode from a highly like secure empire facility, but it doesn't feel. With, 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 with can I, can I do one small yeah, yeah, tangent yeah. in there? <laughs> sure. Our, our side note. Did you notice at the very beginning when they're on Jabim, they're like, Oh, what about the shields? Oh, they don't have shields because it's so secure. And I was just like, oh, oh that's convenient. That, yeah. <laughs> Not even, oh, we can send in a strike team to take the shields out. No, after this, uh, every single Empire base was then covered from shields for with shields for forever. And <laughs> anyway, sorry, I, 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 I redirected you, but I just that thought came to mind when I saw that. I was like, man, that's convenient for the plot. Yeah. So there, there was, it did feel like there were a lot of like plot conveniences in this episode, but it also is just kind of a, I don't know. It was a fun, fun romp, right? Yes. <laughs> like you've got like, Ooh, we're sneaking around. We're doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like for some reason, these window, this, these window panes in an underground glass facility aren't strong enough to withstand a single blaster bolt. <laughs> yeah. Seems, it seems like a very poor design flaw there. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder if it was designed by a uh, Gale or so, just like the Death Star was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did like I, I, I again though. Although like, I did not see this particularly coming. I did like the re- the revelation of, and I don't know why, but the kept the keeping the trophies, I guess, of like all the Jedi. Um, it creeped me the hell out, man. <laughs> yeah, which it should. 
Yeah. But I like that. Especially when there was like a literal child in one of the tanks. Yeah, that was... And and there's a lot of question there, especially the child one. Like, there is a lot of question there of like, why does the Empire need these trophies? Like... like, Are they still alive and siphoning force powers to somebody to keep them going? Are they like... Well, initially I thought they were just prisoners. Like, like, that's... But but obviously they said like I mean Obi Wan makes clear like that they're not prisoners that they're dead, that's no. you know that's his words on that, but yeah. like, and I guess he'd it, be able to sense it even though his force connection is iffy at best at this point. But no, I mean exactly what you said like yeah are they like siphoning force off them somehow which would be a new power that we aren't aware of, um, yeah I don't know it was, it just always weird especially like the child like. I could see, like, all right, cool, you bagged, like, some of the key generals high up in the Jedi Order, like, Yeah, like, cool. if Mace Windu or Kit Fisto were sitting in one of those tanks, it'd be like, oh, shoot, but it's, like, a, it's, a, it's an eight-year-old, like, yeah. congrats, man, you're just doing this for the sake of being evil. Right, like, come on, how many younglings did you kill during Order 66? Like, probably a lot more than just that one child. Yeah. So, I don't know, my guess is... My guess is more to come on that. Maybe not. Maybe maybe it was just like the Empire I is hope evil. There's more to come on that. Like it feels like a pretty decent plot hook, but Right. Yeah. My hope is that they don't just go like, ooh, the Empire is evil and here is why. And I don't know. Yeah. We we know it it's been established. <laughs> you know, for only the last like what, forty, fifty years. Yeah. Fifty fifty years. Because it came out in the 70s, right? 70s, uh-huh. Yeah. We've only been doing this for about 50 years, Star Wars. We get it. The <laughs> Empire is evil. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And no no real, for Obi-Wan, no real advancement on his his journey on becoming more of a, more of a realized Jedi. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm actually bike. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming to like Tala actually a fair amount. I like her too. Like she's got conviction. She's got moxie. <laughs> she does. She knows what she's about. She's pretty good at it. Like mm-hmm. I, I like you know I like when she's facing Riva. Like you know she doesn't she doesn't like just and and again Riva's not really buying any of it anyway. But like she doesn't just like shrivel up and die. She's you know. She's got enough to her story and got enough to her arrogance that, like, even for just a moment, you're like, this could be believable. The right person but, could believe this. And honestly, like, you don't get to be a spy in the Empire without that. So it's nice that she's able to, like, flex her skills, even if it didn't work, because Reva has good insight and force powers. <laughs> well, I'm glad they didn't kill her off either, because, like, True. I don't know. Yet. I, I, you yeah, yet, right? <laughs> I I don't know. I like her. I want her to stick around. I'm sure she can't stick around forever, but but I like her. I want her to stay. Yeah. Um, I was happy that they killed off just the rando, um, which which somebody had somebody had to die at the very end. Uh, oh, the one yeah. Comes in. I remember that somebody died, and I had zero emotional impact or connection to it. Correct. Um, <laughs> which yeah, it, it felt like a very token death, which I think it was. Um, it's kind of it like an interesting death. I mean, not often you see somebody yeet something at a spaceship to take it down. So. Yeah, yeet a random like box of whatever, and it's just like, oh, that kills you. I mean, 
it was obviously force assisted, but yeah. Yeah. Because they don't have shields or any like planetary defense. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because you have to be crazy to go there. Why? Just because. It's evil. Because it is evil. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, other just random bits of trivia that I discovered through a little bit of research. So, obviously, Tala, for Game of Thrones fans, um, is uh, the actress Indira Varma, who played one of the the Dornish um, from Game of oh, Thrones. Oh, the people who got absolutely butchered in the show when they were amazing in the books. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Didn't read the books. I um, only read the books and watched season eight because I'm a masochist. Oh god, yeah, you are a masochist. <laughs> um, yeah, so she so she plays um oh the gal who winds up being queen at the end um of of the Dornish. Um oh, don't remember. Good. And I could look it up, but anyway, anyway, something Martell, yeah, <laughs> or sand, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah. Sands, but yeah, yeah, well, now they're the sands. Yeah, well, no, I think she might be a Mart. Mm. Are so the? Hmm. I'm not. I, I don't remember. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, we won't. Ling- we won't linger too long on this. I mean, there. I'm pretty sure it's a Martell because she married. Uh, well, did she marry? I don't know. Anyway, anyway, long story short, being she who winds up eventually being queen of of the land of Dorne. Um, that's who Tala is. Um, and then I found that apparently last episode, uh, Freck, who you sent me a message. I loved your message. Um, <laughs> over I'm wearing the, a MAGA hat, wearing a MAGA hat. Um, that that's voiced by Zach Braff, by the way, of Scrubs fame. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I found that out the other day because, like, when I happened to start watching this Obi Wan, like credits from the last one were playing. And it's like also starring Zach Braff. And I was like, what? Where was Zach Braff? And then it was like, oh yeah, he played Freck. And I was like, oh, <laughs> cool. So yeah. So other random bits of trivia. Um, I'm sure there's other cameos that I don't know or appreciate yet. Um, I'm still convinced I know who like the overly sinister razor tooth uh inquisitor is. Like I feel like I know who that actor is. Oh, the guy in heavy makeup. Yeah, like, I don't know why. His face seems familiar, but I don't know. I don't I don't care enough at this exact moment, even though I can see that you're looking it up. Um, I don't care enough at this exact moment to say who it is, but I feel Fair like enough. he's very familiar. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's all the real, the real bits of trivia I had um, and my connections to Jedi Fallen Order, whatever number <laughs> we're on now. Um, but yeah, place your bets, people. Place your bets, people. <laughs> Find your charity of choice. Um, <laughs> while you're doing that, we'll take a break and we'll come back and do ratings and predictions. All right, Beth, it's time for our ratings and predictions. What is your rating for this episode? Oh, I think I'm going to be mean. So not a lot of character development, not a lot of plot movement, not a lot of cute Leia Obi-Wan interactions, <laughs> which are apparently my my rating systems for this. I am going to probably give it like a three. I just thought it was incredibly mid and wasn't 
wasn't that impressed. This is so funny because I actually enjoyed this episode like <laughs> the most. I don't um, know why. Um, so I don't know if that means I should rate it higher. Um, I'll give it a 4.2. Um, I actually, I like all of your reasons are valid. Um, (laughs) and like, but like in my mind, I have to be like, okay, I can't do my rating based off of like, after we have our conversation, I need to do it based on how I felt in the moment. And in the moment I liked it. And honestly, if I had like, after our conversation, I probably would have bumped it up a little bit more, but this was sort of the rating I had in my head going into it. So I stuck with it. Yeah, no, that's, that's all good. Like, Oh, I kind of, I kind of like, like, I agree with you. Like there really wasn't any like character development. It's a very linear plot. Uh, it's not a whole lot happens. But you had a fun time and that's all it needs to be. And that's apparently I'm that simple. And so like, <laughs> I enjoyed it and I can't discount what I felt. And so it was a 4.2 for me. It's probably going to be the most un, um, not unexplainable, but uh, unjustified. Probably the most, probably the most unjustified <laughs> high rating, high-ish rating I ever give. So, I'm giving myself a freebie. As you should. <laughs> These ratings are perfectly subjective and not based on any on any data that we're gathering. After all. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, if that's out, no, I'm just kidding. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now we move on to predictions. And Jordan, I feel like you already had a pretty solid prediction for. For can what's I, can I just, can I just take can I just take that like I think you can, which kind of sucks because I don't have any predictions. Oh, that's okay. I can talk for a little bit and stall. No, for you. it's it's okay. I can think of something. Um, I am. Oh, I'm giving a. I'm going to give a prediction that I hope doesn't come true. Okay. And I'm going to say that the Lola being evil plot device doesn't come into play until the episode after the next one. Ooh, yeah. Yep, I I agree. I would not want that because that's just going to be burning yeah. in the back of your mind. And you're just like, nope, deal with it. Yep. And it seems like something that our main characters should be able to figure out quickly. And I hope that they do. But I'm, I'm going to give a prediction that they're not going to be able to figure it out the entire episode and at the very end of the episode, maybe, is when we get the hints that they're being followed. Gotcha. Yeah, that's fair. That's, I think that's a fairly solid prediction. I thought all of our predictions so far have been fairly solid. And yeah, absolute, and just none of them have been right. <laughs> none of them have been right. I mean, there's still time for them to be right long term. But yeah. Yeah. And if we And if any of them come true, or if, as usual, none of them come true... <laughs> We can talk about them next week when we do Obi-Wan Part 5. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Beth and Jordan Rewatch, where we rewatch our favorite movies and shows and discuss what we love about them. You can find all of our episodes on anchor.fm slash bjrewatch or on Spotify at Beth and Jordan Rewatch. 